Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host. I'm your Brains Coach, and it is my job here to bring to you all the best, recent, cutting-edge, most important, most effective, and valuable brain-body tools so you could make better decisions, take better actions, and shape the life experience that you desire. Today, folks, we are talking about the core of the skill set of getting things done and moving things forward in your life. And without that, nothing is possible, nothing going to change, and nothing going to improve, nothing going to work out. Today, we're talking about procrastination. And I'm going to bring you the best strategies from research, from psychology, from neuroscience that will help you to procrastinate less. Um, researchers say that 20% of people, at least in the United States, based on the research of the United States, so 20% of people are chronic procrastinators, meaning people choose to delay to not get things done on time to the point that it starts affect negatively all areas of their lives consistently. But then most of us do procrastinate on some things sometimes, usually what researchers tell us, because we want to avoid uh, discomfort, uncomfortable feelings of diving into something uncertain or difficult and challenging. From neuroscience perspective, procrastination has another root. It's your brain's trying to save you energy. Well, if something from your perspective is avoidable and unnecessary or can be done later, then why spend energy now? And as far as your brain concerned, saving energy now is is always needed, right? We've evolved as creatures who needed to take care of our safety, um, of our well-being right now, because future was not guaranteed. We didn't even know if we would survive the next day. So thinking about today, prioritizing a saving energy and not exposing ourselves to challenges and discomforts, that's kind of what our brain is wired to do for all these different reasons. But just like with anything your brain does, you can make it work better. Specifically, you can make it work for your goals, for your agenda. And so if you know that procrastination is negatively affecting your life right now and affected it negatively in the past, um, your business, your relationships, your opportunities you get in life or don't get in life, opportunities you get, but you never act on them, in time. So if procrastination is something you want to change, then welcome to the show and stay tuned. It's not going to be long, but it's going to be super packed with useful tools. But of course, they are only useful if you will actually put them to use, if you're going to try them. And then you'll be able to master your procrastination and get more, a lot more results in your life and get a lot more momentum. You know, the worst part about procrastination in my life or when I listen to other people procrastinating and they totally agree, the worst part is you start missing out on so many things that 
could have happened in your life. And procrastination can be not just doing things hard, but also avoiding uncomfortable conversations. Like, for example, you want to approach this person that you might want to date, or maybe it's uh, a business relationship, a business collaboration, and you are procrastinating on that, oh, it's not the right moment, or I'm going to do it later, or, um, you know, whatever the reason is, and research shows procrastinators get better and better at creating excuses. So whatever the reason is, if you don't approach this person, this contact right now, guess what? The chances are this specific moment will never come again, or it might come, but in months time, in years time, and guess what? You're not going to be moving this specific opportunity forward. And very often you don't even know what opportunities any interaction holds. And then you end up procrastinating and delaying and never getting all the chances in life that you could have been getting. You know, because of that, my favorite way to deal with procrastination personally, and that's what I teach my clients to do, creating your own FOMO or fear of missing out. And how do you do that? Well, if there is a project that you need to do, uh, someone you need to reach out to, something you need to, yeah, something you need to start to get moving and going and there is some discomfort or perhaps uh, you just don't want to do it, you feel like you're being lazy, create FOMO for yourself. Start thinking about all the ways you might be missing out in life in the future, especially if you don't get it now. Some people also procrastinate, um, some entrepreneurs that I work with, on starting new projects, like, for example, starting your YouTube channel or starting your podcast or a blog. And you've been wanting to do that for quite a while, but just haven't been able to sit down and actually start it. And with my clients, we talk through, okay, what are the opportunities that you might be missing out on? What if you have this talent, this in insights that nobody else has? And what if you connect with tens and hundreds and thousands of your audience and you could be starting connecting to them right now, but instead you're waiting for weeks and then those turn into months, and you don't ever get this opportunity to develop that relationship, to create perhaps new clients, to create new new business, new ideas, because every single action step that we take leads to the next action step, leads to new ideas, leads to new interactions with the world that never happen if we just sit in our head and think about how good it would be to start a YouTube channel, a podcast, or a blog, or any other project in personal and professional life. Just think about all the ways you're going to be missing out in this potential future. And you don't even know what that future holds. All these opportunities, you have no idea what the future holds for you when you start taking actions. Uh, the more you think about everything that you're going to be missing out on, the more of this fear of missing out you create, and the more likely this discomfort of missing out on your potential future reaches might just push you over the edge to finally take that action. But then now that you are ready to take action, 
what is the best way to make it even easier for you to start it, to make sure that you don't just create this discomfort, this fear of missing out, but actually do something about that? Well, the best way is then do something right now. Once you created this this discomfort, this fear of missing out, you got to start now. And if you want to start now, the best way is to make it easier to start. I like to say you got to lower the bar of entry. Imagine it's like um, if you had to start, if you had to enter a specific building and there was like a meter barrier or a stepping stone, right? It would feel hard, like you had to work hard to just enter. And so a lot of people do it to themselves. They, uh, I did it sometimes, still sometimes do. I need to like snap myself out of it. So whenever I fear starting a project, I know that I just need to simplify it in most cases, specifically simplify the first step. So if you want to start a podcast, if you want to start a blog, if you want to start even a new business, what is the easiest, simplest first step that you can take right now that might even take like a couple of minutes, maybe doing research. If that's a some writing, some proposal you got to do, what is the first thing? Maybe thinking about the goal, thinking about the structure, thinking about how many pages you'll need or how many chapters or doing a little bit of research, uh, what kind of resources you actually need for that. Uh, When it comes to, let's say, podcasting, okay, what is the first step to start your podcast? And that's usually something like, find your podcast host, where are you going to store your files? And that actually can be already like an adventure. It's easy, it's just one step. And also you might be curious about, yeah, I didn't know that uh, starting a podcast can actually be that easy. And in most cases, most of the hosts offer it for free. And you can even record the first episode on your phone and it's going to be an introduction. You don't even have to uh, think about the guest. You can just put it out, introducing the audience to the subject of your upcoming podcast. So lowering the bar and taking the action, whatever action, it might be two-minute action immediately. Very often, not only will it then lead to future further actions? Because now you're curious and now you already put some effort, put some energy into it and your brain doesn't like waste an ounce of energy. So it's probably going to push you towards that. Um, Not only that, but there is going to be more dopamine dripping in your brain because when you start something, when you start the action, when you get some result, when you accomplish something like a research or maybe you came up with a name like awesome name for your podcast or um, whatever that might be so now you get the accomplishment and you get the dopamine and the dopamine makes you more likely to keep moving it's like again that saying the objects in uh, motion stay in motion true in physics true in business true in life the same thing with approaching maybe um you know i go to all these networking events often and very often i would feel oh it's so awkward you know approaching this group of people or speaking to this person even though i want to speak to that person about this uh, project or just to get to know them so the easiest way i found is to just jump into action and not think much about it and then 
after you initially started, like you come up to a group of people and you're like, hi, um, can I join? Right. And then the whole process kind of evolves and you realize that it wasn't that complicated and one step at a time, it actually can be done. But in your head, you sit there, you think about that, the whole process, the uh, uncomfortable emotion, you imagine all of these stories, you imagine all of this discomfort and all of these hardships and eventually do the thing. But if you just start one step at a time, it actually gets to be quite easier. So uh, the couple of lessons from here already are, first of all, create that discomfort of missing out instead of discomfort of action. What are you going to be missing out if you don't talk to this person, if you don't start this project now, if you don't submit that proposal, that application, whatever that might be. What are you going to be missing out? Because opportunities come and go. They don't stay still. Life doesn't stay still. And you're probably never going to get this chance again exactly in this way. So what are the things you're missing out and you potentially really bright and amazing future, right? So create that formal and then start action immediately. Figure out the first simplest lower the bar, right? Imagine that like you're lowering the stepping stone to enter the arena of action. So what is the simplest, easiest step you can take right now towards that project that you had this inclination, this desire to start? But again, you created this complexity, this difficulty of starting. How can you make it simple? Lower the bar, make it tiny, make it really not scary. And if you also can create some curiosity, something that you want to learn, something that you want to figure out, something that um, you're truly curious about, if you can also add that curiosity to the first step, then you're definitely going to get this dopamine uh, more of it because dopamine is also uh, involved in learning. And whenever you are genuinely curious about something, you get this feeling, ah, I actually want to get started. I want to get it done. And if you come Bind it with making the first step super easy. Maybe do research on your phone even, right? Right now, then the action becomes uh, almost inevitable. And when you put more and more and more actions, you're going to be more and more and more likely to keep taking actions. Another interesting tool that researchers who research procrastination found very useful is temptation bundling. I honestly use it in my life, but not as often. But for some of my clients, really, really works when they attach the thing that they like to something that they procrastinate on. So for example, if you procrastinate on uh, writing this proposal or a piece of article or a presentation, or maybe you procrastinate on uh, getting the dishes done all the time. So what researchers recommend to us is find a thing that you can either reward yourself with right after taking action, like maybe after uh, doing the dishes, you'll finally reward yourself with five minutes of, I don't know, your favorite show or something that you truly love, or um, try to make the reward uh, 
also easy, something desirable, something easy to get, and something that doesn't compromise your long-term objectives, right? If you, for example, tell yourself, well, for five minutes of exercise, I'm going to eat a cookie, that that cookie might just <laughs> compromise your whole long-term objective of maintaining, for example, great eating habits and health. Um, another interesting way to do temptation bundling is to do the thing that you like and think you don't like at the same time. Like, for example, if you have a treadmill and you want to walk on it more, then do it while listening to your favorite book on audio or uh, watching some Netflix TV show that you just never have time for or can justify. So the idea is to attach, again, something you like, some reward to something that you have to do. And so uh, whatever that might be, again, I don't use it often, but a lot of my clients who want to start a certain health habit or a certain uh, project in their business, it just seems so complex and so boring. Also like doing taxes, like if you want to do your taxes yourself or going through some audit of your business might not be the, you know, the most fun part of the business. But if you bundle it with perhaps having your favorite show at the background or allowing yourself to go to, I don't know, movies or uh, spending some time with your friends or your favorite hobby, like maybe you love playing music, but you can never justify it or make time for it. Well, maybe after doing that audit or finishing that uh, presentation, that's what you're going to do. That's what what you allow yourself uh, to do. Temptation bundling, again, seems to be working for a lot, a lot of people based on research, just haven't, hasn't been my thing, but I always, you know, think now that I delay something or thinking about delaying it, even though, again, procrastination, not really my thing anymore, just because I got so good at creating fear of missing out. Like, if I didn't do it now, then then what? I'm going to be missing out for another couple of months or years of this opportunity. This opportunity might never come back. You know, in my life, I met I met quite some amazing individuals. And till this day, I regret that I, first of all, didn't talk to them before and didn't talk to them enough and on the right subject. Some opportunities just never come the second time. So please realize that first and then make the first action really easy. Don't overthink it. Make it super simple, imperfect. Um, And then take it from there and you get the dopamine and you get the progress and that's going to keep you pushing into the next step, into the next step, into the next step. And by the way, whenever you find yourself stuck, uh, at doing certain projects, maybe it's a writing project, maybe uh, it's a work-related project, maybe it's lead generation in your business. Whenever you f- feel yourself like you're stuck, first of all, try something new, a new approach, and then break it down into smaller pieces. If you fear doing 20 cold calls, then maybe start with one, right? And feel like you've accomplished something already there and you'll learn something from that. And then you'll feel like, ah, I learned something. Let me try another one, but better. So taking action leads to taking more action. And again, one of the best ways to take the first action is to make it very simple, very easy. 
Um, another interesting thing that I learned from research is that a lot of procrastinators um, who get the job done at the last minute, who submit certain proposal at the last minute, or do whatever they're asked to do at the last minute with the least amount of time left. So people believe that because of this urgency, they actually get more creative and get better work done. And research shows that it's actually not true that the quality of work and uh, your results suffer and you do worse, not better. And that kind of makes sense. Your brain under deadline, under urgency, is in a state of like mild or big stress, depending on the uh, urgency and the deadline and what it's related to. Depending on all of that, your brain will still get into state of stress. And what we know from neuroscience research is that, from psychology research, the brain doesn't see as many options when stressed. So your creativity is diminished when under stress. You only see like the most possible or the most obvious things. If you want your creativity to truly open up, if you want to dig deeper into the deepest insights, then you kind of have to be in a more chill space, allowing to almost come come to you. So the takeaway for me too, and I also noticed that actually in my own practice, that leaving time, more time for preparation creates better results. And when I prepare for my talks, when I prepare for my workshops, when I do any piece of writing, if I have more time for research, if I leave, if I create more time for research, if I create more space and allow that information also to uh, ferment in my head, what actually happens, and that also is confirmed by research, you come up with a much deeper, better insights for that problem, for that challenge, simply because you allow things to, uh, you allow your brain to work on the background for longer and connect more of your experience, more of your expertise together to create a better solution. Whereas when you have just, I don't know, let's say an hour to prepare for your next talk, you're not going to be connecting many dots or your best solutions or best ideas. What you're going to do is come up with a minimum viable product. And sometimes it's good enough, but more often than not, actually, the the quality of the insight, the quality of your work, the depth of it, the uniqueness will suffer a lot. And that's what research also confirms. So chances are you are not doing your best work under pressure, under deadlines. So if that's in your power to create more space, more time, more resources, then perhaps just create that fear of missing out, but get into action as soon as possible. And that's about it, folks. Uh, Procrastination. Let's recap. So if you are delaying some project, I actually am delaying a piece of writing, but now I put it on my calendar and I already feeling like I've missed out on a lot by not putting in proper work earlier. So if you're procrastinating or delaying something, first of all, just think about that. How many things potentially are you missing out on right now because you are not doing, submitting, putting in the real world your work, your actions? 
how many opportunities are passing by. Time never stands still. Life never stands still. So while you are waiting, things are moving forward and you just don't know what you don't know and what you might be losing by not taking action. And also what you might not be learning. The more you take action, the more you learn, the more you get to know the real world, what it means to actually do the thing. And the more you learn, the better you get and the better outcomes you create in your life and in your business. So create that fear of missing out and then make the first step as easy as possible. So start is almost uh, inevitable and you want to jump in. And also if there is some curiosity uh, attached to that, some learning, that's even better. That's going to help to drip even more dopamine, dopamine that pushes you into action. And hey, if you need a little bit more motivation, maybe attach this temptation or do the temptation battling, bundling, attach the thing that you love, that you never get to do something fun, something you'd love to give to yourself. Uh, attach that to what you have to do and maybe that uh, push, this additional push or this additional reward will get you going. And The object in motion stays in motion. So remember that, that the most struggle is in your head and making it much more complex complex than it actually is, or at least making the first step or one step of action is more complex than it actually is. So I hope this helps. And there are a couple of weeks in this year, folks, don't miss out on the opportunity to Create something, something in this new year that you're proud of that will carry through into momentum of the new year. And by the way, on the business side, if you're an entrepreneur, a lot of people are in vacation mode, but they're much less bombarded with all the different marketing messages and offers work-related and business-related. So take this opportunity and, and seize it and approach people with what project you want to do in the upcoming year. And people will more likely, from my experience, just schedule the meetings to talk about the projects. People also love talking about projects as the new year upcoming, kind of creating this productivity in advance. So seize the opportunity. Get after those opportunities that you were not able to reach uh, before and, and see what happens. So don't procrastinate, seize the moment, use the tools that we talked about. And don't forget, if you found this podcast useful and perhaps you have procrastinating friends or family members in your family, then share this podcast with them or at least share the learnings. And also, if you are the curious learning time, Google the name of Dr. Joe Ferrari, an expert of psychology and an expert on procrastination who wrote a book. So just Google the name Joe Ferrari, a couple of podcasts out there as well, a couple of articles. If you want to dig deeper into the science and the cure uh, for procrastination, Joe Ferrari, and share, please do share this podcast on Monday Stay tuned for that episode on happiness system, on uh, work uh, fulfillment systems, how to so achieve your goals, not by 
pushing harder but putting simple systems in place that's coming on monday please do share please start that project lower the bar create the fear of missing out add reward and see how your life gonna be transformed one step of action at a time